for Midwest Guys presents... Star Trek Picard Review And welcome back to Four Midwest Guys presents Star Trek Picard Review. Today we'll be uh, reviewing Season One, Episode Three. The end is the beginning, and with me always is Mister Brian Eckabauer. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on, B? Not much, man. Much. I enjoyed this episode, man. It wasn't I did, bad. I did too. Um, you know, still, still more setting up of oh, sorts. Yeah. But now we're in, now we've made it to space. Yeah, we finally made it to space. By the end, where the adventure has begun. So. Yeah. All right, so let's get through one more setup, but it's still a really good setup. I thought I'd get a little bit of backstory. And speaking of backstory, we start right off with a flashback. They show us a brief thing of the whole Mars attack again. And then we go, we fade into, I think it says like... Uh, Four, 14 years earlier. Yeah. Starfleet headquarters 14 years earlier. I think it was like 28 something. I can't remember now. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're at Starfleet headquarters and you see Picard kind of with his head down walking out of... Uh, Starfleet headquarters, and he meets up with Rafi, uh, who we met at the, the end of the last episode. Um, so it kind of seems like it seemed like Rafi in this whole scene should set up is she's a, she's security, but it almost feels like she's like Picard's number one now, or his secretary <clears throat> or something. I don't know. So um, it almost it almost to me it's all it's it's like a, like almost like a cross. Like you're trying to figure out who she is. It's almost like she's a cross between his number one, mm -hmm. his head of security, and his new data. Kind of, yeah, because she has a, she has a she, mind. Yeah, and yeah. she has a yellow, and she's always thinking, and she's she 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 she, uh, she sees things that other people don't see, connections that other people don't see. Mm. Gotcha. And she has uh, the three dots, so that's a commander ranking too. And she's not wearing red, but yet she's security. So it's it's a little bit different. Um, she has a very personal connection to Picard because she calls him JL, which is short for Jean-Luc. Yeah, which is really weird. Yeah. It took me a while to get, rid of, get used to that. <laughs> yeah, like nobody on TNG called him JL. Like nobody. Mm -hmm. It was, it's, um, Riker didn't. Data didn't. I mean, nobody. It was Jean Luc. If 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 the, if they ever even called him that, it was always Captain Picard, right? Yeah, it was always Captain. Right. So this is um. So she knows her knows him on a very personal level. At least it seems like. Um. So is she kind of a protege of his? Could she be romantically linked to him? Maybe. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a romantically linked. But I do think there is a. I, th I think it goes back. So I think she's a part of the crew, mm -hmm. and I do think that he, after the end, the, the end last episode of the Next Generation, mm -hmm. I do think that he took maybe held his, held his crew as more of a family. Yeah, and that's why there's that it became more personal. Yes, I think that's why there's that connection there. You know, he said I should have done this a long time, time ago. ago. Yeah. So I think that's how he how, how he handles all his all his person his all his. Um, his, his officers and yes he makes them all feel like their family now now yeah he's taking that extra step and that's a good point i thought about that um and my other question i guess would be what's her interest in the romulan rescue is there a personal interest here because she seems very into it i mean or is she just doing it because she's been assigned to picard it's out of loyalty yeah like it's, it seemed a way that, that she was that she had a vested interest in it yeah and i don't know if it's because maybe it was partially her idea yeah, that could be. You know what I mean? So she was vested in like she, she helped set it up. Yeah, she helped set it up, or she knew some of the because she didn't. She also said lives that are inside that blast radius 
She didn't say she didn't she didn't she didn't even say Romulans. She just said, said lives. lives. Yeah. So I wonder if there's like a, there's a, there's a different colony or something out there. something out there that was like on a on a distant planet or something mm-hmm. that was going to get filled the after effects and the, they're in charge. The, the blast radius, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it could be. That's very very possible. Um, and then we find out that Rafi also thinks the Romulans are behind the attack, which is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But she, she, she has she no went, evidence. She but. went to the Ankenbauer School of Theory. The Ankenbauer School of Theory. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, there, Sherlock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, it's interesting though that she she seems to have like a gut feeling about things at first, and mm-hmm. then she uses that gut to to go deeper. It right. Seems like, and we get more of that later, I guess. Um, the other thing we find out is Picard's resignation happens at this moment. So. Basically, he's trying to come up with a backup plan because the Mars thing has been attacked. And he's like, well, we can still use, we bring all these mothball ships out. We can still use these, you know, extra officers and, and maybe reserves kind of in a way, bring all, them up. All the synthetics. Yeah, and use synthetics. And and uh, number number one, synthetics are gone. Well, well it's, in, it's interesting that it all happened on the same day. Like the Romulans hated Picard. Mm-hmm. And it all happened on the same day that Picard, his resignation was accepted, mm-hmm. and they took all the all the synthetics off the line, and they didn't save the you know Romulan homeworld, and it was, it was like yeah, all this on the same day. Like the, the yeah, like the, there's a plan out to get him. Yeah. There has been. Yeah, or there was one, and, and it obviously it leads you know. And this is where this is the time we see the captain just like she's like, well, what's what's the what's the backup plan? You know, what what's the wild thing we're gonna do next? He's like, nation was it that's it yeah that was my yeah. last that was my last you know yeah and from there he he gets that distraught look so i always got the feeling at least from the first two episodes that there's an unofficial rescue that happens later and maybe it still does and maybe we'll get that later in the episode they'll explain more as maybe we, when we run into Riker and troy maybe i don't know I mean, it could. We, could. we could run into that. Because, but right now, it seems like this is it. Like, he's at rock bottom right right away, almost. Yeah, right. And the, like, and the way she put it out was, and she comes there because she said the whole 14 years we've been here, blah, blah, blah. I've been doing nothing. Like, I would could have used, you know. Yeah. And and he's he spent his 14 years at on the orchard trying to fit in, but he couldn't. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just weird. Because you, you're right. It's like, okay, so there's like, there should, feels like there should be some kind of some kind of mission happens in between there right something else happened to bring well at least to bring the um bring those two that hate each other right i mean well no well well that well she she i think she associates her losing her job with picard leaving too yes but i i think there probably will be some kind of it may not go as well as they wanted to but his helpers on his chateau Mm -hmm. they have to come from somewhere exactly right so there might be they might be they might take a ship out yeah against Starfleet and, yeah, regulations. and can save some of them, but not everybody. Yeah. I, I, I think we're going to see something, but it's just, I wasn't expecting to see Picard literally distraught right yeah. off the, right off, I mean, like, I was expecting, okay, well, you know, you know, like you'd always see in TNG, this goes against Starfleet regulations. If you're with me, great. If not, you know, so note it. <laughs> like yeah. we've seen in the past. Yeah. With, like, Kirk and that crew especially. Um so again, we, we switch back to Rafi's place, present time, and Ra- life hasn't gone real well for her since his resignation. She's been hurt. Downward spiral. Yeah, um, she's hurt that Picard hasn't checked in on her, and you know while she's been going through a personal loss and well, yeah. financial loss. Well, yeah, she feels like she's abandoned. Yeah, completely abandoned, and my place, but it would be humiliating, obviously. You know. Yeah, because when you when you see when you walk up on it, it's just like basically. A single wide. It's not even a double wide. Yeah. You know it's a trailer I mean? in the it's desert. A, it actually, yeah. to be honest, it looks like a Winnebago. <laughs> it kind of looks like a greenhouse Winnebago yes. or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like a, it looks like a Winnebago with like a greenhouse added to the front of it. Yeah, essentially. Um, and uh, it's, um, but, and it also, but it also seems like she's lost something else. There's a little bit more that she's lost, but she, she doesn't really say what else she lost. Because she's like, I lost my security list and I lost my, and then she stops. Oh, you know. I think she was going to see her purpose. Yeah, that because could be. because I think that's what helped keep her together. I think she's got some kind of like ADHD or something, mm-hmm. and th- and doing that kind of stuff 
helped her stay focused and you know always looking for things that helped her yeah helped her stay focused and she seems to be uh speaking of trying to stay focused and calm she's uh vaping uh uh something called snake weed and yeah uh, that she's growing on her, her yeah she you just take one of the blood one of the buds off and put it in the capsule and vape it yeah so uh she's turned to wine and vaping the wacky 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 snake weed yeah wacky tobacco yeah <laughs> All right. Uh, then we turn back to the we go back to the, the board cube, and we're finally introduced. We've seen him in the previews, but Hugh's back from mm -hmm. Next Generation. Uh, for those of you who don't remember Hugh, he was the uh, they had this big plan. They captured him and another Borg, and they were going to implant this virus into the Borg collective that was going to shut him down. And Hugh was going to be part of that, but they saw that Hugh could actually be human again, and they decided not to do that plan. That was their that was their. Uh, big dilemma for that episode but and he was in another episode later as well with uh data's uh uh evil twin lore which happens later on down the pike uh but anyway but so he's back and he's a lot of his implants that he's had are gone kind of like seven of nine and uh, mm -hmm. uh that I, we'll see later in the series and in voyager um so but he's back and he's apparently the um chief executive i think he said of the whole project apparently mm -hmm. he's the he's the head of the this whole he may report to the romulans but he's in the whole program the well, reclamation he, project well that's what they, they say he's the one in charge which yeah. we're gonna find it real fast he's not in charge but it was just a a dummy title given to him so yeah. that people thought they could go to him for yeah that it's a borg helping the borg yeah so to speak um <laughs> uh but he's very impressed with soji because he sees Soji actually talk to this board that's just been taken out of stasis and talks to him or it in its for its native tongue, which is something she picked up from him apparently. And he's very impressed by that. And so much impressed that he's going to give her what she's been wanting, which is to talk to this Romulan, a former assimilated Borg Romulan called Ramda. And apparently Ramda, I guess, is, uh, according to Soji, is this Romulan mythology expert. He was assimilated by the Borg. And it, she thinks there's evidence of a mythical framework of one time. So almost like an ancient uh, first Borg collective. Your theory, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Ankbar, what do you think about when you heard that? What did you think? Well, yeah, my, so they get, it, goes, it goes right along with what I was saying. Like, they created them. Mm -hmm. And I think they, they were going hand in hand. And... At first, it was um, the Romulans created them to go out and collect information on everybody. Mm -hmm. But it turned in from collecting information to collecting everybody. <laughs> Literally, so, it, took, I mean? it took over. Yeah, yeah. Skynet kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that, that's what I kind of feel like we're going to get that answer. Pretty quick. This, yeah, we're going to get that answer in this series. Yeah. Um, then we switch back to Picard, who's chased uh, Rafi through the desert <laughs> onto a bench. And you get an actual apology from Picard, basically saying, I wasn't there for you. Uh, you were hurting, and I wasn't here. That makes me wonder why, if there isn't something a little bit more going on. Why would he make the extra effort if it's just a friend? Because I Maybe think, because it's just the way part Picard would be? Yeah, I, I, I think know. it is because it is a friend. He thought it did it the same way. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he, you know he thought everybody the same, same way. way. And he even said that at the beginning when we said when he got the suggestion to bring in Riker in, uh, um, from uh, his caretaker, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then he, he said they'd follow me in a heartbeat, but I'd never pull them back in. Blah blah blah. So you know they do I mean? it out of loyalty. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's like, that's what it, this this is kind of like a he now he feels that family connection with all of his mm -hmm. all of his colleagues. Right, and then. Um, she goes into how she had evidence of Starfleet Romulan plot to cover up the Mars attack and that she has evidence. She's not sure who, but there was a high-ranking Starfleet official that let it happen. So Commodore O. O, maybe, is involved in this. Mm -hmm. Maybe um, Kristen, um, I can't remember her last name now. It's escaping me. The, the one he has an argument with. The, oh, the, the one at the desk. Yeah, the CNC. Um, yeah, so. Um, but Picard says he needs her. He basically he says he needs her mind. Of course, that kind of pisses her off even further, and he's like, "I'm not going down another rabbit hole with you." And yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. Um, but at the end of the day, right before as he leaves, though, she does say, "I've got a pilot for you." And where I was like, "There's this pilot named Rio." So, despite all of her hate, despite all this 
problems and everything that they're going through, she still wants to help him. Right, exactly. At the end of the day. Um, then there's a brief meeting with, there's a scene, uh, Dr. Girardi's having lunch, I guess, at the Daystrom Park or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that Commodore O shows up with sunglasses on. And Which is weird. her ears are really pointed. I mean, I thought they were back, but I mean, they're like elf, <laughs> elf looking ears. Uh, in the sun, it's, it's, um, I thought they should have put like a, uh, I don't know, <coughs> uh, um, like a Blues Brothers hat on her or something. It would have been cool. Um, <coughs> not a lot happens in the scene, but she does want to know what happened between her and mm -hmm. Picard kind of a deal. Um, so you can only imagine what happened. You don't get that conversation, but it makes you wonder what's going on and what's going to happen. Right. Um, then we finally get an intro introduction to uh was it rum ramon rum ramdas ramda ramda i'll remember um here we find out and here's some interesting facts and this goes into your theory again Ank, and it's that all uh disordered uh xbs meaning xborg all the ones that are crazy are romulan and that as far as hugh knows these are the only romulans to ever be assimilated or try to be assimilated. So I think this really plays into your theory of, you know, that the Romulans had something to do with the Borg. So, so my my theory that, that I, you know, it, you know, it keeps evolving. Yeah, sure, yeah, it should. And you know, as we're as we're watching, mm -hmm. um, I still think that they, um, they created the Borg, mm -hmm. and and they, you know, they asking, you know, what caused the. The the, the the sudden stoppage of the board cube and mm -hmm. all this and that and I honestly believe that um, it was written in their programming that if they ever assimilated a Romulan the program which automatically shut down, down yeah because they essentially bit the hand that fed them or that they yeah they know how to destroy them well no maybe I just, permanently well no but I, just, I yeah. think I think it was a I think it was a bit the hand that fed you kind of thing where it was a or that was a, it was we, taboo. We, we we were we were collecting data for the Romulans, and we just assimilated the Romulans. Error, 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 error. You know what I mean? It just yeah. shut everything down. Right, because they they know how to to and because especially this one, if she has already has mythical knowledge of how it used to work, she could definitely use that against them too. Yeah, which I think happened. I think they assimilated her because so much time has passed since they've created them. They forgot who their creator was, maybe. And they did this, and all of a sudden, boom! You know, the it's like trying. It would be like us trying to assimilate a god or god into mm -hmm. our, you know into our society. And boom! He takes over and destroys everything, kind of thing. And I think that's kind of what happened. I could be wrong. That's just me adding to your theory. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing that was kind of interesting is we start seeing her play with these little triangle cards, and she's putting them together, and she's making what kind of looks like a nine at first. And but she's using it, and it seems like they're almost like some sort of cards that you know, like she's she's getting messages as she's she's using. It. And you see, everybody inside the room is one's playing with a fancy Rubik's cube. It looks like they're all playing. One's drawing. Well, you can tell they all have you know they all have, they all have something wrong with their mind now. Yeah, like and it's and, and all the other all the other Borg that we that are coming out of mm -hmm. hibernation status, whatever you can call it. Yeah. Um, none of them have that. Yeah, and is that because the Romulans have such a superior, like a higher Intelli thinking, intelligent, like mm -hmm. a higher thinking, mm -hmm. so that they're now. I don't, I don't, well, know, how, it, I don't know how to say it. Well, it's almost like um, they've become um, autistic. Autistic, yeah. I was going to say the same thing because yeah. I don't know if you've seen the things on Facebook recently, mm -hmm. where the autistic kid puts together all the Rubik's cubes and makes the big Kobe Bryant. Bryant, yeah. And they've done and all the different. It's like, holy, holy crap. crap! Yeah, like, I guess wow. And I think that's where they're on the line with is now they're they're kind of autistic and they have this knowledge yeah. they just don't they have so much knowledge they can't process it and it's almost like they and even uh, and we might as well just talk about it we'll just put it all together and I'll skip it as we go forward but it um, she brings up she gets into she gets to talk to her because of the whole false door thing with the Romulans mm -hmm. and apparently the Romulans have a false door in all their houses and you have to go around back and she symbolically sits behind her. Which I thought was cool, and then she that gets her a seat at the table, mm -hmm. which is a really kind of a cool 
cool thing because she's an anthropologist we find out by trait because remember we we're saying she's got to be a psychologist she's got to be some sort of scientist well right. she's an anthropologist and they study People. cultures yeah. mm-hmm. things so um she's definitely using that to her advantage and it's pretty cool how she does that and um it, it's but it seems like and she calls her cards news which is an interesting way and, and right and, and even soji i think refers to it as like a framework they have their own personal framework that they've created their yeah. own connection right and then they that's how they help help them um not justify but explain what has happened to them yeah it is kind of interesting and it's interesting because when she gets that extra knowledge all of a sudden she's like you guys were your ship was such and such. You were the last ship to be assimilated on this cube. What caused the framework? What caused the network to crash? Or the and then he was like, she, she was. How do you know that? How do you know that? It was like she tapped into their yeah thing, whatever. And they're all looking at her too when that happens. Yeah, all of a sudden they all stop what they were doing to look at her. Yeah, and because she calls her the you're the destroyer. I know you. I've seen you from tomorrow. What the hell did that mean? Yeah, is there going to be time travel like, in this? I, thing? I've seen you from tomorrow, and it's like seen her from tomorrow. Does that mean she's seen her in her dreams, or does that mean that she's is there is actually going to be was there time travel involved? Yeah, so I don't know because I was I was trying to I was trying to think I was like maybe it was a she sees her from tomorrow because she sees tomorrow as a, as something other border scene currently something you know what I mean or, like I don't I don't know I don't know a different way of looking at something or maybe tomorrow to them is their past life I, I or it's a tarot card reading yeah something weird. <sighs> But it it's all seems to be connected. But it's like she connect. It's like she gets that knowledge, and it seems to me it's from their own little personal. Inner. Yeah, yeah. And she even calls her the destroyer, which is interesting. She's like, "You're the destroyer." She's like, "Which sister are you?" She turns over the card. There's two sisters, and she's like, "Ah, I know you. You're the which sister are you? Are you the one that died?" And she's like, "What do you mean? Is we mean dies? Yeah, dies or lives? Dies is dead. What? Yeah." And then she goes and she gets. The blaster, like yeah. she's perfectly normal. Yeah, grabs the blaster and she's like, "You're the destroyer." Blah blah blah. And it's like, whoa, okay, yeah, total freak out. Well, you know, and so I don't know. There's a lot going on there, and it'll be interesting to see how all that plays out because it's obviously going to symbolically play out. I think going forward in future episodes. So, oh, definitely. You know, this is, I think there's some foreshadowing going. And the other on. thing that was really weird too is that um, at first they were going to take her. Because she was the one that acted up, and he's like, "No, no, restrain him, take him out." I'm like, "Yeah, well, he was he was standing up for." Her. I was like, yeah. I, was like "I was like, what?" Yeah, he why? was protecting her. Yeah, I was like, yeah. "Why? Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, which was kind of cool. I mean, he was lying, obviously, but yeah, you know, but he was protecting her. Um, all right, and then I like the scene with uh, Picard and when Rafi, and you see Rafi, we come back to Rafi, and she's deep into her work, and Picard calls her, and he's like, "You're working on it, aren't you?" No, okay. Here's everything on Maddox. Yeah, <laughs> click. <laughs> yeah, here, here's here's everything on Maddox. Get back to it. Yeah, and then she closes it, and she's like, "Fuck! How do you know I was doing that?" <laughs> I just she can't resist it. Yeah, you know, it's it's in her blood. It's that's that's what she does. She's a she's a sleuth, really, at heart. Um, Captain, we're introduced to Captain Rios and his ship, mm-hmm. and he's an interesting guy. Um, I think I'm gonna like this character actually. I like how he has EMHs, which we know from Voyager is the emergency medical hologram. Mm-hmm. We had the doctor on there; he was that, and they just, you know, he had his own personality. Um, the doctor seems very paranoid and very like he's out that he's there to help. He's a very cool, calm. Well, it seems like he's not only just the medical doctor, but he's also like a mental health. health yeah, exactly, like, like a, a mental ther- health doctor. therapist. Yeah, yeah. So he has a new thing called an EMH. Which is yeah, a, E-N-H. Um, an ENH, which is a, an, I guess, emergency navigation hologram, which I think is more like an engineer because it almost had a, and the reason why I say that because he had a slight Irish or Scottish accent to him. Um, I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, the actual captain himself, though, to me, personality wise, is he's a loner and he comes off as, I don't know, did you get that vibe like a Han Solo esque, but extremely clean Han Solo? Yeah. 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 Like, like it, was, it was like, it was like a, it was like a neat freak Han Solo. Yeah. Because even Picard picked up on it. He goes, I spent, you know, two minutes in this ship and I can already tell that you're Starfleet. Yeah. 100%. Everything in here is put away. Everything, Everything's in this place. place. Everything's yeah. proper. Bolts are shined it, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
We found out he's a former. He is a former Starfleet officer. He was the XO of a heavy cruiser called, and bear with me, um, Ibn Ibn Majin Majid Ibn Ibn Majid. We'll go with that. We'll go with that. Um, but uh, what's interesting about this is, as he said, you won't find any record. Starfleet erased all the records. So, so I wonder he, was he Section Thirty One? Well, see, that that was that was Mike. Is this how they're going to try to tie in Discovery and Commodore and the Commodore O character a little bit? And more. Picard, is this how they're going to? Is this how they're going to try to merge the two series together? Well, that's yeah. The end of the rumor is the end of Picard will link to Discovery season three, which is in the future of this series now. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So I wonder if they're going to link them together and like, and the captain that he had that was killed in front of him or whatever yeah. is Tully or is some other former Star Trek character. One, one of the, one of the discovery characters that we know, hmm. you know, as you know that, or is it, you know, was it a, um, like a, section 31 and we got, what's her, what's her name? Oh, um, yeah. The, she's the, basically the Empress the, yeah. uh, from the other yeah. dimension. Yeah. So, whatever. you know, what, what if, we, if we got her yeah. and yeah. she was the one that died and, and he was close to her, and that was what you know. Because Section Thirty One, hence the reason why it got erased. Mm-hmm. Because it never exi- it wasn't yeah. supposed to exist. Yeah, yeah. It's possible. That's all possible. It could also just be another former big time Star Trek character. It could be could be Captain Janeway, but I don't think they would take her out like that. Um, it could be. Wasn't I thought Voyager was after the Next Generation? It was. Okay. But it, it Picard takes place after Voyager, so Voyager's home. Because you have seven of nine is going to be in it. Oh, that's true. So, it could be any of those character. It could be a character from DS Nine. Um, there's several characters there. You know, it, we'll find out. I think. I think we're, they're going to reveal, and I think it might. Oh yeah, I'm sure we'll get a whole bunch of reveals. Yeah, it doesn't. Not, nothing has to be connected. I'm just, you know, just just asking the question. Um, so Rafi's doing her research. She comes across the because she's doing her. She's her search comes up with quantum fingerprinting. And it's at a place called Free Cloud. And when she... A.K.A. Cantobite. Yeah, because um, apparently when she hits it, it pulls up dice. You see dice roll yeah. out. And cherries. And cherries. And, yeah, so is it a... Is this a... Is this Cantobite all over again? Is I know. It, I was like, oh, my God. When all of a sudden Rose and... <laughs> Rose and Finn are going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it does have that... You get the feeling that's an interstellar Vegas, essentially. Um... Oh, um, we now how funny would it be if they actually go to this free cloud place and there's an advertisement on the wall for their sister city Cantobite <laughs> you know, an actual just, crossover yeah, between the two like just as a joke <laughs> you see it in the background yeah you see it in the background and it says visit 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 our new installation Cantobite <laughs> opening soon or something <laughs> on the other side of the galaxy yeah and you're like yeah, in the, in holy the, crap in the in the Delta in the Delta quadrant or, yeah. or something yeah that'd be funny yeah it'd be hilarious Gamma quadrant oh god the fans would go nuts oh there'd be oh wow there would be some uproar on that one the internet like the, the internet would go nut, the internet would break yeah like the, the one thing the one thing that connects to Star Wars and Star Trek is gambling <laughs> you break the internet you're like bet she didn't see that happening yeah. ha ha <laughs> breaking of the internet yeah <laughs> Um, so let's move on to attack on Picard's house. Um, okay. I like the line that he, he gives. Uh, I can't, I, I'm not good with names yet. Yep. But his fe- the female character mm-hmm. he goes on. I've never belonged to the vineyard, uh, despite his best tries. You know, mm-hmm. and that he's always he's always been an explorer. Or he's always been a captain, and or he's a, he belongs to the stars mm-hmm. essentially. And even she says, "You've always had one one eye on the star." Mm-hmm. And um, so it's kind of a nice moment. Um, wow, does his caretakers have some militant skills, though, huh? When they they, they come in to attack, and well, they, 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 right did, in, uh, they did say the last episode they were former military. Yeah. So I mean, but they were former, like they were like elite. Yeah, had to been elite military because they're taking out the what do they call them? Yeah, the the vadash 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 yeah vadash yeah whatever they were called yeah the extra extra yeah and these guys are extra 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 because there's two of them are taking out like seven of them. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> here's a little political thing, but 
Picard's a gun owner, apparently. Huh? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Picard is a gun owner. He's got guns everywhere. You know, the other, other thing that's funny is if you, th- if you look at it, because there, there was Romulans yeah. that attacked him. It was the Romulans, prote- Romulans protecting him and, and attacking him. Yeah. And she says, uh, she makes the comment, and she's like, oh, he's a northerner like you. It's stubborn. Yeah, and yeah. flicks him on the forehead <laughs> where he's got the bulge, that the, 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 the diff- two different types of uh, Romulans had. Yeah. They're showing off a little racism, and, yeah. Romulan racism going yeah, on there. Yeah, and it's like it's like, so the Romulans were on the same world, both different types were on the same world. It wasn't a two different planets in the same system. Right, they were yeah. just different geographical locations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, uh, Doctor Girardi shows up at the end of the fight, which is interesting because she had this conversation with Commodore O. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're at Picard's place. Yep. And she comes up at the end and with, shoots the guy at the end. Yeah. I didn't know there wasn't a stun. Oh. oh, oh. Yeah. I'm so scared. <laughs> Look, I'm shaking. Um, but she goes on and on. She's like, I have to see the miracle. It seems like she wants to go on an adventure like a little kid. Um, and she does reveal that she met with O. But the question remains, is she working for O? Is there an underlying purpose? I think she is. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any other way around it. There's no way she would have been with them showing up at cards. And then the and then if you listen to the, her reasoning behind why she has to go, yeah, it's almost as if O promised her, if you bring her back to me, I will let you experiment on her and she'll, so, be, she'll be yours to go over. And so that's why she's like, I've been doing this my whole life, and to be able to actually get a synth and actually get a synth that's possibly to see the c- connected. To, yeah, yeah, I want that, and I could I could put it on my name <coughs> saying that I created it and blah blah blah. And so you think she's played into oh, her yeah. ambitions, big yeah. time. She's very ambitious. I'll give you that. Um, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna hold out hope that if she is working for, her, that she's gonna have a change of heart, or that she's gonna. There's enough. I don't want to say goodness in her. That's too Star Warsy, but that there's enough decency about her, and then enough respect for Picard and Data and all that that she would, you know, she wouldn't go fully over to to uh, Commodore O. And Commodore O, we really don't know if she's really a bad guy yet either. She seems to be, but she, we definitely know her agent underneath her was yeah Russo or whatever it was, mm-hmm. or not Russo, but anyway. Um. So yeah, I don't know. So we'll have to see how how it plays out and going forward. Um. So <clears throat> and then when Soji talks to her mom, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. So her mom, she's like, "Mom, is Dodge okay? Of course, Dodge is okay." And she did this and she did that, and I think she's gonna buy a puppy. And you think it's the word she? Yeah. I think it's the the, the word puppy, but something triggers triggers her into. Or she just starts, and then she passes out essentially. Yeah, yeah, like like, like she's shutting down systematically. Yeah, and, and you know, just going like, is it in, a, in this like sleep mode. Yeah. Um, and I I think it's she because if you notice every time she said she, yeah, it got worse. It got worse, right? So it's either she or the fact that she's touching that. It it could be that. I think it's a combination. I think it's if it if it. I think it's a story overall about a puppy. It would be like the same thing you would tell a kid, like you're telling them a bedtime story, and you tell the kid a bed story about a puppy, and they fall asleep. Yeah, that's kind of how I viewed it. It could, yeah, it could, it could be that, or it could be one of those things where the the data in in the hologram mm-hmm. is such that when you, if you turn it sideways and you look at it, it's like it's code. She, she's reading code. And she's reading code when she's talking. Yeah, which makes me lead to my next question: Is that really her mom, or is that the? I don't think so. The, I don't think it's her mom because when we saw her mom talked to Dosh yeah. first and there was no falling asleep it was yeah go talk to Picard blah 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 and right. there was no falling asleep she was up she was plus she, focused plus you think she would tell her something about her, her sister right yeah mm-hmm, exactly right. so yeah I'm with you I think that's not her mom at all but I think they know what triggers for some reason somehow some way they know what triggers her reboot process and maybe they while she's down or asleep they you know I don't know maybe they experiment on her or maybe they try to download her memories or something because when she wakes up guess who's there Narek's there and of course you know he does oh I think I'm falling in love with you blah 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 and yeah <laughs> but 
the one thing she does question though is how did she know about um, Ramda and how did she figure all that out? She's like, well, I must have read it. I had to have read it. Yeah, yeah. I've read every every article. So it must be in there somewhere. The censors must have screwed up. There's no way. You know, yeah, she's questioning it because she's like, I don't know where I got that from. So that's that's kind of interesting that she's staying in her human mode, I guess you could say, within the restrictions. Which leads us to Narek and his sister, and she's back to being full Romulan, full 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 on Dodge Vash, I guess. Dodge Vash or whatever. And she's got her point in ears, but basically they're like, Well, we're gonna keep to the plan and she doesn't know who she is yet. I mean so right, they're, yep. they're keeping to their Like we're still good, she doesn't know who she is. Yeah. So I wonder what happens when she does realize who she is. I don't know. I think that's when they're going to take her down or they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Cause once she goes Android mode, then she's got all her fighting abilities, all her hacking skills, which we actually that. saw some of in the, in the room with Rondo when she was sprinted across the room and grabbed the mm -hmm. gun before she could even fire. Yeah. And the fact that she was subconsciously, like I said, like I think she was subconsciously hacking her way into the Romulans little subnet there to, to pick out more information you know she didn't know what she was doing but that's what she was doing mm -hmm. um and then the uh final scene is uh, we're back on rio's ship and um you know uh rafi says reveals she's just there to get a free ride to free cloud which i thought was interesting i wonder what that that's all about yeah is that and, just an and, excuse and, and then she says you guys can't ask me why yeah okay so is she going to do that the whole time? Just stick with him the whole time and say she's not really with him? Well, I wonder I wonder if... Or she, does she have another motive for drugs or... I wonder if the Free Cloud thing, if, it, if that wasn't a place where she learned about her abilities to um, find the things, the different... Like, find the patterns and find everything else. Like, that's where she got... Mm. Maybe she has autism, too, or, you know what I mean? Or like she's going to use it to gamble or yeah. something, like a... <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> like, like suddenly she's she's Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> she's counting cards mm -hmm. um maybe uh that could be part of it but i don't know i i, don't, I think it's more of an excuse just well i'll stay with you a little longer eh, fine you know that's just me but you're right there could be other things going on she could be in there for drugs too she might be looking for a bigger hit you know but we'll see i don't think they'll go that way though um the one big thing, though, is, and this goes again, you, you don't trust Gerardi, and neither does uh, Rafi, who has pretty good instincts. We, at least we think so, so far. So, right off the bat, she's like, you're going to let this person on? Not even a... Yeah, not even no, a, no, no, no security scan, not even a basic one? Well, she's a doctor, and she knows a lot about the, the, the synthetics and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> too good to be true yeah <laughs> hello um, she's gonna turn out to be the next uh what was her name from uh, next generation oh um you're talking about the one that went went rogue i think her name was rogue wasn't it or not rogue no but, uh, rogue ro no short hair the girl yeah next generation short black hair no it was, it was around for a couple seasons her name was ro ro yeah i think so I don't think it was anyone in row. But she went over the Romulans? She wasn't Romulan. She went back to that, um, whoever was fighting uh, the Cardassians. The Cardassians? Uh, yeah, they were like a, they were former Starfleet, but they were. Oh, no. I thought she, the one I'm talking about was actually a, she was a, a Romulan spy. Oh, that was a, that was like a one, that was a one episode thing, though. No. Cause she was, she was part of his crew for a long time. Yeah, that was. Tasha. Oh, Tasha Yar? Tasha. Well, Tasha Yar's daughter became... Right, but what I'm, but what yeah. I'm, but what I'm saying is... Yeah. This that this kind of scenario... Yeah, is she going to end up being a bad guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I think she's... I think if she is, she's got another side to her personality they haven't really shown yet. Right now, she's shown just to be an overly curious, wanting to get an adventure doctor to me. Well, so I, well I wonder if she's the reason why the other guy's gone. Oh, you think she pushed Maddox out of the way? Mm-hmm. Could be. We'll find out, I think, as we go. I think it's possible she could be an android, too, because Maddox supposedly recruited her out of Starfleet. Oh, so it could be. Could be one of his creations. Yep. Kind of thing. I don't know, because she seems incredibly smart, so it's possible. They could do that Smart little... yet stupid. Yeah, they could do that Because she's like, um, maybe, maybe it has a stun button. 
Mm-hmm. Like Rami and blah 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 don't have stun. Yeah. Stun settings. Excuse. Me. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it could be. That could be the little left turn that we're not seeing. Maybe. I don't know, but I did like how they ended this whole uh, uh, episode, and I know you did too. The whole he does Picard does his engage. And then they do the TNG music playoff, mm-hmm. which was was sweet. And they do in the hyper, the hyperspeed or whatever. Uh, yeah, we got the warp speed. Warp speed and go into you know, and it's like it's like yes, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, we're off to uh, off to a good start. The only thing I didn't like though was the controls for the ship because they're holographic. They're holographic. I didn't really care for that. He does have manual controls like in front but yeah his controls are like right here and he's like, he's like you know like yeah. i was like oh no yeah i didn't care for that too much but i also his ship mm-hmm. reminded me of like a common it didn't it didn't seem star trek like we are our, our beginning you can see a whole bunch of different different star trek ships mm-hmm. yeah it didn't feel star trek to me it felt more um what was what was the one with uh the brown coats Brown coats. Yeah, and they had a movie that was more popular than a TV show. Like brown coats. Oh, you're talking about um, Firefly. Yes. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of that, something like that, where it was. Yeah. Because it even had the same similar colors. Yeah, a little bit. I I was gonna say uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, except a lot more neat. Yeah. Guardians cleaning. of the Galaxy was another one. Yeah. There's a combination of the two, and it's like. Yeah. But it is a rogue ship. It's an un. It's right. not a Starfleet ship. It's it's a uh, it's not sure what kind of ship it is. Honestly, it's 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 its own thing. I Hopefully guess. Hopefully, a free ship. Yeah, we don't even know its name. Really, they don't even get the name of the ship. Yeah, the, people were asked about it on Facebook. Did they ever mention the name of the ship? And I was like, nope, nope, no idea. So, um, but we'll see what's going. On. All right, Brian. So, what would what did you think of the beginning or the end? Is the beginning? Um, I thought that the beginning. I thought we were actually. You know, it's funny because every episode so far we've gotten this music that goes along with the theme mm-hmm. i really thought we were gonna get smashing pumpkins at the beginning because they have that <laughs> beginning is the end of the beginning yeah so i really thought we were gonna get that at the beginning of this but no we didn't yeah um <sighs> slightly higher than the last one okay. so like slightly let's be like a 7.2 mm-hmm. 7.25 10.25 yeah okay. you know it was it was a, it's still basically a setup episode mm-hmm. however there was the the introduction of like more of the borg aspect Mm-hmm. We did go into space finally. We are yeah. in space. Yep. Um, so that'll be fun for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was just there was a few more questions left here than that answered that weren't answered. That I, was, I was like, yeah. do we need this many questions for this for the series? Because that's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that we've been yeah we've been given different pieces of little pieces that of we haven't been given any answers for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm going to lower mine just a little bit. I think I gave the last one an 8.0. I'll give this one like a 7.6. I just didn't like it as much, and I can't really tell you why. Um, It's just probably because it's another setup episode. So we've had... You had the the pilot episode, which was great. This one had some action in it, but Mm. it was still another setup episode. I I think by... I think the thing that reached probably why I didn't like it as much is I was ready to jump into space at the end of the last one. Um... So they just kind of drawled it out a little bit. Um, maybe it would have been better if they'd made a put the two together, you know, back to back. Um, but, um, you know, we did get more detail. We got a lot more backstory, especially about Rafi. And uh, I'm sure that's going to be a, the- a story that plays out as we go. Obviously, her going to want to go to Free Cloud and whatever's going on there uh, will play out. We definitely got a lot more backstory um, on. Romulans and Borg and their connection. So that was cool. Um, I liked all that. It was just, I think I was ready to, to fly off to the Borg cube or fly off somewhere else other than stay on Earth. But, yep. and, that, and for that, and I'm only dropping it 0.4. Um, you know, so yeah, it, was, it, it, it wasn't an 8, but it was a 7.6 and it was perfectly fine. And there was nothing wrong with it. It was a good, solid episode. And I'm definitely hoping for the next, with all this build up, that the next episode will be the you know the eight and a half nine that I, I want it to be i'm waiting for the the battle and everything i was like they showed us scenes and it says you know next time on picard or whatever yeah and it's and he goes he goes whoa where did that come from which i'm thinking is going to be um bird of prey 
Yeah, some or Romulan Warbird. Like something, like something. Some, yeah, something, something's coming in. You're gonna get the guy with the sword finally. It looks like he's showing up, which I've been kind of interested. Where who's he all about? What's what's his story? Yeah, like it just yeah. It, it just seems like it's gonna be a little bit more action. Yeah, and you know it's funny. I think we're actually gonna get more of a we're gonna get, probably get more of a flashback. We're probably gonna see that mission mm-hmm. where they went did save some people because it feels like the the images we saw of this next one. He went somewhere Romulan based. Yeah, and they they rejected him, or they and were fighting with him. Yeah. But we never asked for your help. Yeah. And and I think that's that's what it was like. Mm-hmm. They those those they're, they're you know they're a very proud race. Like we were ready to die, and you brought us in, and we weren't able to yeah. sacrifice ourselves. Blah 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 or whatever. Something along those lines. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to the next episode. I, you know, I think two setup episodes. I think from here, I'm ready for. We're, we're, I'm ready for the Star Trek to begin. You know, we're, mm-hmm. we're trekking here, we're trekking there, we're going to be all over the place. You know? Yeah, you've set us up enough, let's, let's start trekking. Yeah, let's, I'm ready to trek. So, um, all right, so that brings our uh, review to a close. Uh, however, before we go, I'll bring up our our uh, larger-than-life uh, graphic here uh, for, for the blind. www.4midwestguys.com. Uh, for midwestguys.com good lord uh is the place to go that's your one-stop shop everything is on this website guys um you've got our uh to our facebook twitter to our um podbean to our itunes account everything is there there are links please follow like and subscribe uh all of our podcast video is there our audio podcasts are all there it's everything is sequential there's also categories at the top if you're looking for just one particular podcast out of many of the shows and back catalog that we have it's all on the website so uh, make sure that you go there um however you can find us on facebook at facebook.com for midwest guys you can find us on twitter at for midwest guys um uh, you can catch me be willie uh, 1977 for myself on twitter brian where can they find you at, at egg zone on twitter there you go and uh if you want to go to uh instagram uh four underscore midwest underscore guys and finally good old-fashioned gmail for midwest guys at gmail.com but again i gotta stress to you um go to the website the website's got everything that uh that you want or that you're going to need it's all listed everything's there um coming very very soon i'm proud to announce that we will have our own voicemail line uh coming where so if you want to leave us a voicemail uh and if we really like it we'll use it on future episodes and and whatnot so uh, i'll be revealing that probably next week on next week's episode of picard i'll reveal our new voice line number and we'll probably get that out there into the public i'm still kind of testing that out right now but uh it does exist and starting next week i hopefully will do a reveal for that uh brian um i know uh you've put out your first kind of sneak preview of Ang zone you're still working out some technicals yeah we're gonna have some stuff from the from the actual like studio out there in my house yeah um connection issues and uh sound issues oh yeah i just wanted to pe- wanted to piece together a just a prototype of what I was trying to do. Basically, all, all it is is just the, the movies that are coming out for February. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've gotten some feedback from some people with things that they that wanted me to add to it. Um, some stuff maybe take it away. Uh, but, you know, basically, you know, I, I decided to describe my show as, you know, a show about nothing, anything, and everything in between. Um, <laughs> well, that really describes it. <laughs> yeah. So, like... So like, we're going to have a show come up soon. Uh, if our schedules work right, I'm going to have you be part of it too. We'll sure. talk about the XFL. Love to. Uh, the new season coming up. Talk about the new red season coming up. Absolutely. Uh, the comparisons to the, the big red machine. The, um, a lot of excitement out there right now. Yeah, we got a lot of, a lot of dates coming up for, for baseball. Little pitchers reporting. Um, some Next big week. trades that went down. The, the Reds got new players. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll talk some more Star Wars stuff. There's a little bit oh, of Star yeah. Wars stuff out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, a bunch of different topics. Um, and the goal is eventually to go daily, mm. daily with that show, and to go live. Mm. Um, now, I, in the very beginning, there's no way I'm able to do it live. Uh, it's going to have to be recorded sure. just until you get familiar with the technology, the technology, um, and moving things around, and mm-hmm. getting schedules aligned right. Mm-hmm. Um, but once down the road, I like to do it live. We answer live questions. Sure. Possibly use a live call-in line. Yeah, we could. Um, it's possible. Yeah. 
So big, big things in place. Definitely. For uh, the Ink Zone show. Big things for the Ink Zone show. And speaking of live, I'd like to start, you know, I'd like to experiment with these, all of our shows live eventually. I think somewhere down the line. Uh, right now they're all recorded for, for schedule purposes, but... Um, yeah, so there's a lot of different stuff we got going on, a lot of different things. We're, you know, we're trying to get better all the time. I mean, this graphics package is a light years better than what we used to have and what we started with. Um, uh, you know, we're still experimenting with screens that don't exactly look right, but, you know, we're trying to improve our production model and we're, we're always messing with things and, and changing things up. So, so stick with us, and uh, I think we only get better with time. You know, I I, I think you said the uh, you said the other day we're we're moving forward, right? We're yep. evolving. Yeah, we just keep moving forward. Like we started out, we were just just audio, just audio only, and it sucked at audio too. And then we then we're like, okay, okay, well, and we try to do you know, Skype, yeah, and then we try to do all four of us together at the kitchen table, <laughs> and then it was all downstairs in the living room, and then all of a sudden we got mics for microphones, and then we got, you know, we've progressively gotten better and better and taking steps to go forward. And I think that's where we're hitting now is we're hitting that now it's time to start tweaking stuff and putting actual product together yeah. on a consistent basis. More professional content, yep. you know, as professional as we can be at this current time. But, I mean, we've learned a lot. And uh, I think that, that that's just going to continue. Yeah, we go like forward. I was looking the other day at how to, how to adjust, since I have glasses on all the time, how to adjust my glasses. <laughs> Your glare. So, so I get, see, look at that, no glare. Oh. <laughs> so we're, I, was, I was looking at the lighting different lighting that I can do at the house because that's one of the complaints I got about my show because it's because you're, you're right the camera's right there yeah and you can see the glare on my glasses so if I tilt my head just right see tilt my head just right it goes away it goes away and I actually have eyeballs again so <laughs> it's all about it's all about uh finesse and trying to get it all working working right together so yeah and we'll get it we'll do the finesse here you'll do the finesse there and together we'll get better so Stay tuned. Um, there's a lot coming down the pike, and we're only, like I said, it's only going to get better from here. So, uh, appreciate you guys uh, hanging with us tonight. And uh, uh, Brian, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. And um, B. Willie saying, "Live uh, long and prosper." And uh, we will uh, catch you next time.